pandemonium reigns. Family and friends, pandemonium reigns in your business, in your speakers, in your ears. Excited to hang out with you guys today. Orange Cast Edition. I'm Dan. He's Mike. Happy to be with you guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, doing really well on the YouTubes and the podcast platforms. Probably large in part because it's football season and people want all the content that they can get. Well, we're here to put it in your ears and every other place you'll let us put it. Ooh. Yes, we are. Can't wait to do it again. I'm trying not to laugh. That was fantastic. <laughs> Let's talk Tennessee. Tennessee hosted Austin P on Saturday and um your words were you're mad. Yeah, I was hot. I was hot from really if I'm honest the first quarter uh I was hot. I just don't I don't I don't know. I mean, just a bad performance all the way around. I don't know about effort. I I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of things going on, weather delay that prevented running out of the tee, weird jerseys. I, I just don't get it. You only get seven games in Neyland Stadium this year, and that so far is the worst win of the Hopple mm-hmm. era, I'm going to say. And yeah. and I don't. I have way more questions than I have answers about anything coming out of that game. That's fair. That's fair. Let's just let's just break it down a little bit by a little bit. Let's first talk Joe Milton. Yeah. And Joe didn't play well. No, he didn't. Didn't have his best day. Um, we ran somewhere between 10 and 11. Hang on. We're, excuse me. We had 10 or 11 completions on screens. We went very lateral. Yeah. Uh, we had one deep ball attempt. And I don't know that we even looked at either in any other deep ball. Uh, that ball was dropped, if I remember right. Uh, so a lot of thoughts here, uh, and I'm going to try not to word vomit all at once, but overall, just on behalf of Joe, Joe Joe didn't play well. There were balls that were late. There were balls that were high. There were balls that were behind. Um, again, I have thoughts on this, but you got to do better, uh, especially when considering the opponent. But I do think that's large in part of the day was the opponent. I think that had a lot to do with it, but I mean, you, you in agreement on that? Just Joe not having a good day? Not a good day. I mean, statistically, not a bad day, but when you look on the field and, and at the game that we watched, not a good day at all. I agree completely. Um, I, I don't know, just looking at it, whether to put – I've got frustrations with the receivers. I've got frustrations with Joe. Ball placement wasn't ideal by any means. Lots of passes did hit hands, but they obviously could have been cleaner. Um, I guess maybe if my biggest crop might be with Dante Thornton because that was that was actually some of Joe's nicer work going vertically than uh, you know as opposed to all the horizontal action we saw, uh, getting out of the pocket, putting it in his hands on the sideline, whatever you know. Um, but yeah, just bad, bad by the by the wide receivers and quarterback. Yeah, bad in a lot of places, especially on the offensive yeah. side. All yeah. right, so I'm 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 trying real hard, and I feel like I'm dancing around. So I'm just going to go ahead and say all the things that are in my head, and then we can just kind of go from there. But right now, yeah. the way that this is working out, it's it's not working. Uh, Tennessee fans, calm down. It's fine. 
Well, I mean, really, really, it's fine. Uh, Michael alluded to this a little bit. You had you had several things. For one, the overall the day was just weird. You had a lot of SEC programs play with their food. Mizzou, South Carolina for a little bit. I, I mean, it there was just something in the air. And then you add the fact for us, you add a, a lightning delay. Then you add in the fact we didn't run through the T. There's, there's, there, I guarantee you, a lot of these guys felt like it was uh, an open practice. Yeah, you know, con- considering the opponent, I believe that is large in part why we saw the result that we did. Now, I'm in really encouraged because it sounds like we had a <clears throat> a players only cold meeting. I don't know who headed this up, but. Uh, Players only meeting after the uh, the win against Austin P. I love this. This is uh, the Rocky Topology uh, Twitter account it says, regardless of who was at fault, quarterback Joe Milton stepped up and said, "It's on me." Taking the leadership role, all of the players agreed to amp it up this week. Okay, again, Tennessee fans, chill out. I mean, I mean, seriously, chill out. Uh, if, if you look at this, if you look at real life the same way that you do Madden, I mean, you're just going to be highly disappointed because things don't translate in real life the same way that they do uh, on a, a video game, right? So it's Austin P. All the fans knew. I, I mean, even myself uh, and you said, there's not even a spread for this game. You know, balls by 100. We, we, we probably thought we were just going to roll the ball out and everything was going to be fine. And you know what? A part of that is 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 true because we, we went lateral so much, throwing all these dang screens – there's so many ways that you can look at this, but I'm going to choose the, choose the perspective of like, listen, Hopple's like, we don't need to throw the ball downfield. You know what? I don't. I don't need to put all this stuff on film. I don't. I don't. I don't need to do these things. I'm really confident that we can beat you this way. And yeah. to, to outright say that, well, Joe's just inaccurate. Joe can't do it. It's it's that's stupid to me. The 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 vault Twitter the part of all Twitter is like well Joe has just now proven himself that he can't do it well if he can't do it why did he do it against Clemson and if he can't do it why did he do it against Virginia he can do it yeah it it is mental for him right it is mental for him I expect to see a very different Joe come Gainesville Florida Saturday night so really with all that said I know that I've ranted at this point just calm down calm down right like it's gonna be fine. I mean, I see this in high school football all the time. The 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 school that I that I work with really thought on Friday, and we're not a very good team, thought we were going to roll the ball out and be fine. And, and we weren't fine. We lost. So lucky for Tennessee, right? It didn't result in a loss, but it's this game is so mental. Sometimes it's really hard to get up for. That's another reason that I would like to see games like this come off the schedule. And with that being said, I don't ever want to see Austin P on the schedule again if that's the way that they're going to treat this game. No. No, I don't ever want to see them again or their their uh I can't think of a way to say it cleanly. Their coach that I don't want to see anymore. Um I don't want to see that guy. I don't want to see that program. I don't want to give them additional dollars for any of that crap. Um I don't ever want to see that officiating crew again. I'm not at all saying that's why we played that way i'm just saying they were loose and they were terrible that's all i'm saying they didn't cost the game to be a 17 point game uh, instead of a 70 point game that it could have should have would have been yeah but they were terrible that whole yeah. situation with burrell was ridiculous the man got tackled he got ganged up on yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's just ridiculous don't do that crap 
<clears throat> I'm kind of glad, actually, on, on the flip side of the refs, I'm kind of glad that we got all the tiki, some of them were tiki tack, but the OPIs, the offensive holds, the things like that, that you see in every play almost, uh, you know, anytime an offense looks like that did on Saturday, especially, you see those things in the short game, it happens. And I'm glad we got the calls because that should be another reminder to play your cleanest game when you're on the road. Typically mm-hmm. is when you're going to not get those calls, but in mm-hmm. Saturday's case, we didn't get the calls at home. So good. We won the game. Let's go play a cleaner game. Let's go open it up wide open because I don't think we've seen a fifth of the playbook yet. I mean, I, I used to hesitate to say things like that, but truly after Joe started so poorly uh, on the intermediate over the middle stuff, the, the mm-hmm. late throws, it was all sideline throws. That's all it was. I don't mm-hmm. believe that's the, that's what they think he's limited to. I just think it was working enough to win the game. The run game still performed well against a Fosty opponent, even though the opponent wasn't that good. Um, so those are encouraging signs. Sounds like Cooper Mays is back. Let's, you know, let's just go mm-hmm. clean things up, open it up wide open, and pound this team that we should pound, frankly. Yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned the officiating large in part because – Truthfully, as much as it ticked me off in the moment, I'm really glad those things happened the way that they did because you got to figure out how a team responds to adversity. And obviously, some of that stuff was just outrageous. And that's going to represent the final score. It's going to impact the final score. Okay. So, some of those, I'm not saying that, you know, every bad officiating call is worth seven points per call. I'm not saying that, but it is probably somewhere between a seven and point dif- t- 10 point difference, you know, um, added to our board. But what I really wanted to get at is <clears throat> in lieu of that, you had, let's just make sure I word this well. You had your LSUs who came out and stomped a, oh gosh, whatever high school that was, mm-hmm. Grambling or something. Yes, I you think know, it was Grambling. 70-something to 14, and then you had Florida, who did what a Florida school should have done against the McNeese State, and I've been met with, well, why did schools like that, you know, handle business against an inferior opponent like that? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that I can answer this question, probably because LSU wanted that taste out of their mouth, and Grambling was next in line, and they're the unlucky ones, right? Yes, yep. Had we lost to Virginia, I think Austin P would have been totally different. 100 to zero. Totally different, right? And then you've got Florida, who wants the taste out of the mouth, and they know that they're bigger, better, better than they so they're going to flex their muscles and do that. They want to get the taste out of their mouth, right? It's a part of the game. It's a part of being human. It's hard to get up for this stuff. But with the officiating crew, apparently this is some kind of crew who was auditioning for an SEC crew job. So it says, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, that's the case. That's not the case. Didn't recognize those guys. So wouldn't be surprised if that is actually true. But regardless, yes, some of the calls were bad. Um, Oh, that's what I was getting to. So yes, the calls were bad. And so that was, that impacted your final score. And then what else impacted your final score was not even a busted coverage. It was Danico Slaughter slipping. Yeah. He slipped. Okay. So you're essentially looking at what? 30 six, to 30 to six. 30 to six. Nine if they go for a full goal. That was not yeah. their style on Saturday, you know? Right. Right. And th- I mean, they potentially could have driven down and, and scored on that drive anyhow. I'm not going to buy that just simply because they didn't really do that otherwise. But I do think that's at least somewhere between a, what, a a 
three to six point swing. Yep. Obviously three to seven point swing. So you could be you could be looking at 30 to, to six, as you said, which still 30 is not good enough with this offense. No, no. But just but to sit here and say again, I'm now it's so funny. We've advertised you as being angry and I'm the one that's mouthing off here. Um, well, I, no, I understand your frustration. Your frustration is with the overreaction and some, yeah. some of the things on the field. I was furious at the just the garbage performance just because it's OK. It's not been the nature of the team since Apple took over. To play that bad, it's not. Uh, even when Joe was stinking it up in 2021, uh, before Hendon came in, I mean, think about the Georgia and the Alabama games in 2021. They weren't really that ugly. If they were, it's because one team had 85 four and five star players on the team, and we had mm-hmm. 60 players. You know, yeah. It, it's just it. It was just not a hopple performance. Unless, unless I'm not saying this is the case. If that's your worst performance of the year, you're probably doing all right. So be it. You're still looking at your your high floor, if not reaching your ceiling, and, yeah. and then some, if that's the yeah. case. But you know, I hope that's the worst performance that we see all all year because it, it truly was terrible, and and it was disheartening. With the exception of you know, maybe the defensive line, Aaron Beasley for sure. Uh, Wesley Walker was playing ball out there like he yeah seems to yeah. be doing. This I year. thought defense was solid. Offensive line wasn't terrible. Um, I just think that, you know, you're not going to notice them that much unless you're running wild or you're getting your quarterback killed or whatever. But, you know, it's just garbage performance. And and hopefully, hopefully that's your South Carolina performance from 2022. That's what you really need to hope for and look at. Sure. Um, in, in, in line of the offense, I do think there's some things to be encouraged about. Brew McCoy played and he played hard and it doesn't I, I necessarily. I should have mentioned him and uh, McClellan, uh, McCollin Castles. I should have mentioned yeah. both those guys. Yeah, well, Bruce sticks out to, for me for different reasons. When the ball was not in his hands, he was still busting his tail, getting his, getting blocks, and obviously yeah. it costed him a penalty, which never mind. But, yeah. you know, th- that is what it is. Uh, I thought he played hard. Thought he was, I mean, thought he was extremely physical, <clears throat> whatever. I thought your disappointing thing in the, in the wide receiver room was Dante Thornton again. That's a tough catch. I mean, again, this is yeah. this is not a, not a video game. I mean, he's 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 coming back. I don't think that's the design route. So he's coming oh, yeah. back to to help Walking out the back for Joe, right? Um, and I mean, it, it, it's it's a tough catch. He didn't make yeah. it. Let's not. I mean, the part of I've, you, I've apparently I've been spending too much time on Twitter. The part of all Twitter that's just crucifying him. Like, chill out. And and, and if you think that you can go and do it better, then then go do it better. You sh- then you should have, yeah. Yeah, then, then then you should have. So um, let's. I, I guess my overall issue is let's not put a verdict out on this team two games in, hundred percent. Especially when the two games look very different. And again, I'll just I'll just say it again. If if they can't do it, they wouldn't have done it against Virginia. Yeah, and, who's and, a, who's going to be a better team than Austin P? And, and you're right about Joe. He wouldn't have done it against Clemson. Um, I mean, he was accurate in that football game. He wasn't hundred percent accurate. No one's ever been. Yeah. But he was accurate in that football game, making throws over the middle to keep your eyes alive or to go get points. The deep ball was working that day. I mean, again, it, he's not forgotten how to do that. I do have slight concerns as we go forward uh, about Halsley versus Gullish just because things have looked different. And granted, like you also said, we've not played a Pittsburgh. We've played a Virginia. That's going to be a bad football team. And mm-hmm. we've played Austin Pete. You're not going to be opening it up. Unless you need to, so Unless you need to. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about Halsey. We'll see about him. I, you know, 
the verdict's still out. I don't love what I've seen so far, but again, he's a first-time coordinator. Joe is starting for the first time in two years. Give it some time. We Look, we were confident in the receiver room. You can't take away what was lost there. No matter sure. what talent's there, you can't take away what was lost at the position. So these guys just have to figure it out. Saturday's a great opportunity to do it because Florida, even though it's in the swamp, it is not those Florida DBs that it has been for most of my lifetime, even right. into the McIlwain and early Mullineers. It's not those guys. Yes, they have talent because they're an SC program, but it's not those guys that they used to have. So go break out against Florida. Go do something you've not done in 20 years. And let's just let's get right back on the boat. But I, I'm, I'm also – haven't spoke about this yet. You have. But I don't know where – along the way so many people got on the bandwagon last year because the amount of jumping off of the bandwagon that I've seen on Vault Twitter is is really disappointing. I mean, come on, people. If you're going to do that after an Austin P, okay, go ahead. If, Bye. The, it, like, if Hopple flamed out by next year, which he, I don't, he's not going to do, it's not going to happen. If he flamed out by next year, I'll be loyal to that man until someone else comes in and wins 11 games. That's the way I feel right now. Stay on yeah. the bandwagon or, or, or truly do go get lost somewhere. I mean, the program's headed in the right direction. You're not going to win 10, 11 games every year. If Tennessee doesn't show you that, you don't right. know the sport very well. Right, right. I mean, we've seen where great programs like in Alabama plays with their food against teams like this. It's, it's going to happen because it's so hard to get up for uh, for teams like this, for games like this. You know what? It, yeah. was a, it, it ended up being a night game in Neyland. Again, the weather delay, the jersey thing. Not running through the tee. I, I, as stupid as that sounds, I think it made an impact. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have. I'll, 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 I'll give the fan base that. It it, it shouldn't have. But yeah. it did because sometimes it's just flat out, you know, inevitable. But And let me, and let me say this too, uh, just agreeing with you. But we're not Georgia 2022. But go look at Georgia versus Kent State last yeah, year. Yeah, Missouri point. last year. And again, we're not, we're probably not 2022 Georgia, but sure. go look at that and then just flip up your ESPN app or whatever you use and mm-hmm. look at the slate of games. Look at Appalachian State almost <laughs> snapping someone else again. I mean, what are we doing? You know, don't yeah. schedule them for Pete's sake. But, yeah. but also, there were so many issues around the country this week. So many storms along the eastern side of the country. I mean, a lot of a lot of games got impacted by that. They were four and five hour affairs based on the, the delays that happened. It was a weird week. The season is young. Is 20 that's a you made a great point. Is 2022 Georgia 33 points or, or excuse me. Are they I'll try this again. 2022 Georgia. Are they way more than 33 points better than Samford? <laughs> yeah, yes they are. Okay, they beat Samford by 33. 33 nothing. Okay. And again, you're you're really looking at a thirty to six score if slaughter doesn't fall yep. or slip, whatever. Chill out. Now you want to panic? Come Gainesville and we're doing the same thing. All right, panic. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right there with you. But that would be your that would be a, a a fair cause of concern. In the meantime, chill the heck out because it's just hard. It's just hard to do. And I would say this, you know, to anybody who's poking fun, whatever. Because I, you know, I've got the what's going on in Knoxville thing. Listen, if you think you can go coach a football team better, go do it. If you think yeah. if you think you can get 80, 18 to 22 year old, 
you know, D1 football players whose ego was driven through the roof through the recruiting process and and the food that they get on the daily and the equipment that they get on the daily and and the and the media interviews and all that stuff and get up for Austin P, who they probably can't even tell you what city they're located in. You the announcers didn't coaching. Tell you what city they were in. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the announcers were saying Clarksburg, Tennessee, which uh, I guess is not incorporated yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so we kept things extremely vanilla and Austin P through the dang kitchen sink. Yeah. So, you know what? Knoxville is not on fire. Everything is fine. It's it's a great moment to call a players only meeting and say, oh, yeah, not again. Not again. It's actually a very ideal situation where you can do that, you know, as opposed to doing it after going down to Gainesville. Lose and say, whoa, 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 guys, we're better than Florida. What the crap? Exactly. So anyway. use it, use it to your advantage. Go turn things up from here on out. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Tennessee pulls nine, especially if they pull 10 or more wins this year, ain't a soul remembering this. Nobody. If your you Georgia proof, fans will. Yeah, they will. If, but if you want proof and you're a Tennessee fan, go yeah. look back at the former era when we used to play teams like this and the score was 35 to seven or 28 to 10 or go look back at it. Seriously. And think about how good the program was under Fulmer. Go look back at that. Do the same thing for programs that have been good for a long time. And, I mean, look at Ohio State early this year. They play with their food all the time. They have played like garbage to start this season. So they, yeah. they uh, Indiana is food, and they constantly play with Indiana. They truly do. And, and Youngstown State, I think they were tied at 14. They were there definitely tied at 7. Go look around the country. That If, if Ohio State isn't an example of, of a reason to calm the heck down, I don't know what to tell you because they're fighting for the playoff every year. Who is the greatest Tennessee quarterback of all time? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Lost to Memphis in 1996. It happened. Okay. Chill out. <laughs> Please. Calm down. It's it's going to be fine. Again, if it comes around Saturday in Gainesville and you see the same things, which, you know, if you want to be concerned about, happening potentially happening okay but like get off the dang panic wagon whatever yeah um there are some positive things you know i was exceptionally uh, <clears throat> excited and pleased with with some of our defensive guys um aaron beasley is that dude mm. he, he was he was up he was he was up he was up for the game he Led don't the need team. A reason to be up yeah uh had a i believe it's a career tied well you know what he might have gotten two or more against clemson but he had two sacks on saturday night uh, tallied with five tackle for losses, nine total tackles. You mentioned Wesley Walker. I thought he played exceptionally well. We got to see. Now, you listen to the preview podcast. We were, you know, this is what we want to see. We want to see Nico and safety rotation, yada, yada, yada. Well, we didn't get that. But you know what? Jer- Jeremiah Tealander racked up six tackles, and we got down into um, – the Davin Hobbs, who might even just be a two deep, so not real, real sure there. Nonetheless, we, we got we got some rotation a little bit. You know, your guys like um, Arian Carter saw the field, who we definitely want come, especially before going into Gainesville. Uh, I think th- I think the most disappointing thing for me, and this is because it's personal. Christian Charles getting hurt. Not real sure what the uh, the issue is there. Um, Look bad, yeah. Uh, but sorry, I'm I'm all over the map. But then you okay. have you've got positive things like James Pierce Jr., who bull rushed that left tackle 
into a sack. I mean, the dude at this rate has got a really bright future. Um, I'm excited for the defense. I, I thought the defense played exceptionally well. Uh, for the most part, we came out pretty healthy, you know? So, I don't know. I think there's things to be <clears throat> encouraged by. I mean, um, offensively, Jalen Wright went for a buck 18. Jabari Small almost in 100, both on 13 carries. I thought Dylan Sampson, he only got three touches, but his touches, it's like he didn't see it or didn't see the hole or tried to bounce it too quick. I'm not real sure what was going on there, obviously, because I don't know what the play call was. But yeah. And then uh, you mentioned something to me during during that game. Um, I won't word it the way you worded it. I'll say it this way. Um, let's not get Joe hurt by running against Austin P. Uh, but the, the good news is, you know, he's athletic enough to running and get a score there. So anyway, lots there, a lot of content, but for the most part, you know, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, not gonna jump to Florida, but it's funny because the narrative this week is to be ready for their rushing attack that looks so fierce, yada yada. I don't think they gave the running backs a combined ten touches against Utah. So if Tennessee's front plays as well against the run as they have at times, not saying they're gonna dominate it, if they play well against that front and they force Florida to pass. You know, I think that ends in a positive result. We'll see. But yeah. again, if you don't like the turnaround that you've seen so far from Rodney Garner's unit, even yeah. Brian John Marie's unit, heck, Kamal Haddon's last target that I recall, he actually turned his head and got a pick. I don't remember much after that. So, yeah, improvements are happening. But oh, you know, sure. it's going to be you got to dig deep. You got to look for the positive after a performance like that. Sure. Uh, like you said, not going into Florida too much, but you know. Austin P had something that Florida don't, does not, and that's a mobile quarterback. I'm not saying that Mertz is a statue, but mm-hmm. they they lit us up with some with some zone read stuff, some quarterback keeper stuff that I just don't think. Maybe it was a level of preparation thing. Maybe it was just not a concern thing. I'm not real sure, but I mean, kid was running for his life, obviously trying to pull off a big upset. But Graham Mertz is not going to be doing that. Shouldn't be, man. I mean, you you contain Pearsall, and and you should have a nice knot. For sure. I'm confident enough, even with offensive struggles, if that happens in Gainesville, that our defense should be good enough to still keep us in a close match. I'm not, I don't have any confidence in, in Florida's offense, not yet anyway. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to play freaking contradictory coin here because look who they played, McNeese State. So, yeah. What are you going to do with that? So, exactly. Overall, Volunteers, not a good performance. The crowd, though, 101,000 for a home game against Austin P. Sold out. And and that really makes me question these characters online. That's that's what really makes me question these characters online because the crowd was was good. Even yeah. in a even as the game progressed and was still ugly, the crowd was good. So yeah. Credit to credit to the actual uh humans in the stadium on that, not the the bots online, but right. love that. And, and I think we're going to travel pretty well to Gainesville because when they lost that game to Utah, the tickets were, were plummeting. I already know that a ton of people were going. So go down there and make it LSU 2022. For sure. For sure. Uh, one more thing I want to add on Tennessee is Charles Campbell had a good night. I mean, he was three for three, long of 37. He might be a better kicker than Chase McGrath. He might be. I don't know what his range is, but he's he's an accurate kicker. Um, yes. For that matter, for that matter, the first punt wasn't a dandy, but they did get better as they went. 
Yeah, Jackson Ross is, seems like a Russian roulette punter. You're not real sure what you're going to get. It's either going to be excellent or he's going to yank it. Uh, I think he, he is, won him punting to his left foot. Yeah, yeah, I was getting ready to say that. He is is it ambidextrous when you can use both feet, or is it? I didn't amb- think it was, but I heard them say that on the broadcast. Well, those those commentators were not my favorite. <clears throat> Ambifutrous. <clears throat> <laughs> Well, nonetheless, Tennessee is going to travel to Gainesville, Florida come Saturday, uh, currently sitting at minus seven-point favorites. Um, I believe that has already risen from six and a half. Yeah. So, you know what? Not a good day in Knoxville. Not a good day. It's fine. It's fact of the matter, but the the world is not on fire. Knoxville is fine. And if there's anybody who I believe can correct it, it's Josh Heupel. It's the staff that's on there. That's that's coaching these guys probably as we speak. Yes, because he's he's given us no other reason to think he can't. Right. Exactly. So, and last thing I'll add, you you touched on just for a minute. Hendon Hooker was not even the same. I mean, consider consider Hendon Hooker versus Pitt. Hendon Hooker versus Alabama wasn't the same. I mean, he, uh, he not grew. even remotely the same guy. The, the the offense got into more of a rhythm as the season went and and it hit you know all cylinders come you know that night in October against Bama but the athletes are there right it, the receivers will get it together I'm confident I mean I'm confident in these guys work ethic we've heard nothing but positive things especially out of the wide receiver room and Ramel Keaton if 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 I think I have a correct assessment on him he's gonna work his tail off and get it correct. He should. I mean, he had a, he he lost that fumble. Um, you know, just a little lack of days going on that play. But he's one of the guys that we're talking about, I believe, and I know that many of the guys talked about this. The the goal is to win the East. That's the first goal. Sure. Uh, now the team didn't play that way on Saturday, but all, we've outlined all the reasons that it could have been that they didn't. But you know, I think even as ugly as it was, him losing a fumble, him having a couple of drop issues so far this year. I think that bodes well for the work that he's going to go put in this week. Oh, for sure. For sure. I expect a much better overall performance come Saturday night in Gainesville. If I've said it once, yep. I've said it a thousand times. Yep. All right, well, that's going to be all for today. Uh, unless Mikey's got anything else for us. Listen, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys, the side of Mikey that I get and the side of Mikey that y'all get are very different. And I'm just waiting baby. for him. <laughs> He's so professional. We love Super you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, letting us tickle your ears. I'm Dan. He's Mike. This is Pandemonium Reigns. God bless. Go Vols. Go Vols.